0: On the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode. Hello, you golfing legends, and welcome back to another episode of the Original Off Course. I'm your host, Dan Edwards, and joining me this week is Mr. Zach Oakley of Callaway fame. He's here to talk about uh, the Apex Pro Irons that just came out and, and likely plenty of other things. He's a senior product marketing manager I think you said focusing on irons and hybrids. Did I just butcher that?
1: No, no, that's correct. That's correct. Uh, awesome. Focusing on the on that part of the bag. Yeah, excited to be on. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm glad we could. I, I have like s- similar to vibes with that backdrop. Talking with maybe like a D Nev's or like a uh, <laughs> you know that that other guy who talks balls all the time. That's out of your office. So I'm I'm happy to add a, a new face from that specific angle in wow. shiny California. Although it sounds like uh, our weather here in Ohio is maybe not as bad as it usually is
1: comparable. <laughs> yeah, we've had a weird, weird year um, with even, you know, lack of sunshine for quite some time. And now we got hurricanes and earthquakes. It's been an interesting time, but yeah, glad, glad to join. Um, it's uh, yeah, we're excited about the new stuff.
0: Yeah. So you, you've been with Callaway for over a year now, you're clearly flexing your abilities there at this point, chatting on all the high profile podcasts. And, uh, I'm just curious, how how are you enjoying that whole group there? Is it, is it a different speed than you've seen before? Is it, is it a different kind of style?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, you look at Callaway as just, a it is a, a behemoth when it comes to, um, you know, the size of the team, but I mean, just the capabilities, uh, that was the one thing that I think I was most surprised and shocked by, um, having worked in the industry for a couple years and, and seeing, uh, behind the scenes at some other places, but coming here and seeing just the, the, uh, capabilities that, that we have just from a, an engineering standpoint, um, a design standpoint, uh, manufacturing and, and supply chain, all that. It's just, uh, it's pretty impressive. And I think we were kind of chatting before. I'm, I'm glad to be working on, on this side of things as opposed to, to working against them. Uh, what do they say? If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, so It's been good. I and mean, the team's great. I mean, you, you kind of mentioned Jason and Dnavs. I mean, awesome, awesome people to come in and, and work with every day. And so, yeah, it's been been a real, real fun.
0: So let's talk about Zach Oakley, the golfer, really quick, just so people can get a better understanding of where you're coming from. Um, you are you, you played uh, collegiately, I think baseball. Is that right? So yeah, yeah, you're uh, you're clearly an athlete. Does it transfer to the golf course or no?
1: I think some aspects of it transfer. I, I mean, obviously, you know, the former former baseball player in me. I mean, y- you see a lot of those guys uh, tend to to move it a little bit from a, from a swing speed perspective. And so that, that certainly is translated uh, the uh, sometimes it doesn't always go very straight, which I think a lot of us ex <laughs> ex baseball players can also um, relate to. So no, it's, it's the game is uh, yeah, it's in it's in an interesting place right now, but uh, you know, we got a couple more months until the granddaddy. So got some time to get that all squared away.
0: Well, I'm gonna hold off on the what's in the bag because we have irons to talk about, and I'll be absolutely devastated if one of them aren't in the bag for you. Give me, a, <laughs> give me a nod if I should pivot.
1: No, <laughs> we're, you're we're, we're good. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, uh, I, the other question I would have, just leading up to your experience with Callaway, is being that you were so involved in sports, especially through your schooling, was was it always a hope and a goal to get into sports uh, in 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 your professional life, or it, did it just kind of fall into that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think when I went to school, I didn't quite exactly know what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I think I was a business business major, right? Kind of just generic. And then it wasn't until I took my first marketing class, like my junior year, where I was like, "Oh wow, like that's super interesting!" You know, trying to help position products and and all that stuff. And so, and it just so happened I was, you know, really into golf. And you know, Carlsbad and San Diego State—they're uh, not too far from each other, so. Uh, that's kind of when I decided, Hey, I think I want to get into, you know, kind of take the love of marketing and the love of golf and kind of put those together and see what happens. And so, I mean, I've been blessed with some unbelievable opportunities at some really cool places and have met some cool people. And so it's been, uh, yeah, I, I guess I graduated in 2016. So yeah, seven ish years of, of working on, you know, the the products that we all see today uh, and experience in our golf bags, which is super cool. Well products in our
0: bag today I mean the, the Apex story is a big one right now I had James who's uh, done a lot of the features on our website come on and chat about them uh, I think last week or the week before that and we had a lot of questions I think we had pretty decent answers to but uh, who better than someone like you to come on and and share a bit more of the story especially from the back end so yeah, I mean, uh, I play to um, you know, a single digit handicap. So when I see Apex Pro, Apex CB, Apex MB, I'm like, they are absolutely playing into my my heartstrings right now. Let's uh, let's dive into a bit. What what caused you to f- go player driven on this release?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. And I think you look at you know Callaway. We launch a lot of product. We have a lot of a lot of irons in our line and. You know, when we look at kind of the portfolio, at least up until this point, you know, we we did have some player offerings, but it had been a while since we really had addressed the better player specifically. Um, we've had the pro and that was coupled with the, the Apex and the DCB. Uh, we also had the TCB iron. We had X Forged, um, And so we, we kind of had these, I call them almost sporadic sort of product launches where you kind of had a little bit of here, a little bit of there. Uh, but I think we, we really wanted to, to look at it from a different perspective. We wanted to sort of, you know, when you design golf clubs for the tour player or the better player, your list of priorities is very different than, you know, the, the, the average golfer or, um, you know, the aspiring player, right? Like there are different knobs that you're going to turn up more or less. And so really what, it, what we wanted to do was, was focus on the better player and design the best product Uh, That we possibly could for the better player and not really have this constraint or I don't want to call it a distraction because that's not necessarily what it is. But, you know, you do only have a a finite amount of resources and time. So really taking the uh, I spoke about the Callaway R&D machine, taking the full weight of that thing and putting it on the better player. Uh, it just allows us to create a better product that way. And in turn, also, it will allow us to create a, a better player or a, a better product for the aspirational or the average golfer at another point in time, right? Because now we're not going to have these other offerings that we, we were focusing on as well. So that's really kind of where, you know, when we look at the Apex Pro Series, it, it's, it's focusing on the better player and, and, and really leaving no distraction and, and really getting those details right.
0: So I like that you guys can just turn the dial and focus on specific golfers, especially with the the mentality you've taken on. it. I mean, I I was just in my head while you were explaining this, thinking like going back and forth on the spectrum. So you've got like GBB, like Great Big Bertha, and then you have uh, like Paradigm that just dropped earlier this year that are absolute laser beams, uh, super fun to hit. But it seems like. That type of release is more like all right. What 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 are these driver technologies and these concepts can we pack into an iron to to just promote just good stuff? <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, describe it. But then you have this Apex lineup that that seemed to grow a little bit, and and I I really like the last release you did. You introduced this. Hey, we're going to provide the player who needs help with the Apex experience. And, and I love that for the next drop, it was like, we're doing the opposite. Now we're going to provide the apex experience for the guy who doesn't need help. And I, and I say that very specifically, because as, as I look at the details, it says forgiveness for the MB low. <laughs> I was like, I know a lot of guys who think yeah. they need that. So before, before we dive too deep into the three sets of, uh, styles of iron, I do want to know, were you team X forge or team TCB?
1: Oh, uh, team TCB.
0: So like, we'll just end the podcast now. We don't have a lot of in- things in common. That's really too bad. So the, I, I joke around because I, I didn't really hit the TCB. I, I put the XForge CB in the bag. And with Finley heckling me in my ear on a live stream was dropping just ridiculous shots with the seven iron so i was like this is the perfect iron for me i don't even need to think about tcb um, but the only reason why i bring that up is because every time i look at the new lineup there seems to be that tcb or uh, xforge cb just philosophy built into this lineup is. is is it reasonable to say that
1: There's a lot of things that we took from, from the TCB and, and X forged specifically, if you look at the apex CB, there's going to be some things you'll see from, from both of those irons that made it into that product. Uh, But yeah, I mean the back weight on the, on the back, that kind of the MIM license plate as we kind of call it, you know, being able to change that out uh, and, and have it look cohesive throughout the entire family. It certainly is a, a big part of a part of that.
0: That's uh, that's pretty much what I thought, but I mean, it, it's interesting because each of these irons just adds a tiny bit of technology and then you get into Apex Pro, which is like, let's just pack it all in there, which is kind of fun. So let's get there, but I want to talk about MB first. I feel mm-hmm. like this had a really significant tour discussion involved. Uh, I assume you you guys are generating a ton of feedback from those guys. What do we want? What do we gain? What do we lose? What do we drop? What do we add? Yeah. How much was that in the MB versus like, let's say the CB and, and were there significant changes during the design process that came into that?
1: Yeah. I mean, it really kind of starts going back several years, uh, working with Maverick McNeely, uh, on, on the MB. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that even as we look at the entire family, specifically, we look at the sole design that, that the team did on, on MB and getting that perfected. And then it kind of, making its way over the course of, of a couple of years, as we're kind of moving up to this point, you see it in the CB, you're seeing it in the pro and even the UT as well. Uh, that kind of dynamic sole design. That's, that's a little bit different than where we were in the past. I mean, they, like I said, they've been working with, they were working with Maverick for quite some time um, you know, better part of three years, lots of prototypes, uh, several different iterations, you know, taking a prototype out there and, and you know you're learning as you kind of go right you're there are certain things that you know that the player's looking for the way it looks the way it gets through the turf you know you go make a few tweaks and you come back to it and then they might say hey like you know i let's go back a little bit more where we're you know in between somewhere where this prototype is and the last one is right so there's there's a lot of different uh you know things going on and you know like i said it 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 started three years ago, but as we've kind of worked our way up, you see a lot of similarities throughout all of the product. Um, obviously, you know, we're targeting different players with the three different irons. So there are certain things we might prioritize, uh, in an MB versus a pro, uh, and, and CB is kind of somewhere in the middle. Um, but there is a lot of similarities throughout the family.
0: So dynamic soul was a huge question I had because it's (laughs) clearly featured, Um, and not to discount the fact that you guys have featured it, but it seems like companies are becoming very aware of what the soul experience is for players. Uh, Maybe we're just getting super picky in our fittings and realize we do have options out there. Um, but it looks like, and, and help me out because I'm, I'm looking at a picture of the pro iron right now, Mm -hmm. but there's a a lot of, uh, leading edge relief, which I think supports like a more, a more of a ricochet as opposed to a dig. And then, um, at the back and, 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 Here's my thought on it as the ignorant uh, internet golfer. Maybe you can invalidate. It seems like there's a there's a want to get that weight back, but we'd rather not do that on the sole. So what you're doing is sort of creating that, that uh, angled edge at the back to where the weight can still be present there to support launch and, and spin characteristics you're looking for, but not at the point where you're eliminating the ability to just cleanly get through the turf.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the, the idea is that you, I mean, you want to get in and get out kind of as effortlessly as and quickly as possible. So, you know, having that pre-worn leading edge, that sort of uh, leading edge chamfer, you know, like you said, it is kind of a, not necessarily a skid plate, but it is, it, it is to kind of prevent the digging, right? You don't want it to just go all the way through the turf. And then on the flip side, you don't want it to get stuck. You want it to, to get out cleanly and um, you know, some, some other companies have, you know, different designs. They have like a V-Sole where it's a little bit more pronounced. Um, ours is not quite as pronounced as the V-Sole, but uh, we do like the way that it gets in and out of the turf. And then the, the other part of the dynamic sole design uh, that is really unique is, is this variable bounce concept where what our engineers would see is, you know, when they'd have tour players hit product and you do FEA analysis and all that. What you'd see is, especially with a better player where you're swinging it a little bit more aggressively, uh, the toe tends to, to droop essentially, right. Cause the shaft is, is drooping as you swing a little bit more, uh, firm. And so the toe would actually dig. And so to, to sort of help prevent that there's actually a variable bounce design where we're kind of altering the bounce specifically on the toe. Uh, so that when, if it does droop, the contact point of the sole on the ground is always centered with the score lines and the golf ball. Uh, so it, it's definitely kind of in the weeds, but, uh, you know, I know that the, the people listening to this are, are into that kind of thing. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's definitely unique. Um, and, and to really see it across the, the entire, it is uh, in all of the irons there, they're, they're uh, kind of this variable balance concept. And when you give that to a tour pro and you give them one that doesn't have it, that it can instantly tell like, Oh, wow. Like that. There's something different about this one that I like that. I'm, I'm not feeling in this other iron.
0: That's interesting because it's so hard to talk about the golf club in action versus just looking at a picture of it. Uh, (laughs) it, Yeah, You you describe things that you can't genuinely see staring at a picture online. Um, And hopefully the folks out there, half of them didn't gloss over in that awesome explanation just trying to understand it because i mean it yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they did so, gloss over i don't blame
0: you well so let me let me ask a follow-up question and maybe it's showing my ignorance a little bit how how much does the shaft play a role in that as well
1: uh, i mean it certainly does right but it's dependent upon everybody's you know unique sort of transition right some players mm. are more aggressive Um, and some some players are a little bit more smooth and depending on you know that relationship with with their swing and the shaft they're playing i mean it's going to be different for for um every everyone individually but i think one of the things that we've seen especially when you're working with tour players is that um a lot of them are fairly aggressive you know relative to maybe uh some other you know the the normal average consumer so it's definitely uh, It definitely plays a role, but um, you know it's definitely a trend that we see with better players.
0: Okay. So let's move into CB then. It's the ultimate tour iron is what it's being called. And the Apex MB is the pure blade of the modern design. Yeah. I feel like the primary discussion out there right now is the the lack of need for an MB because of what the CB presents. But I, I, I'm a, more of a purist in that I believe that the a- MB has its role in just about every scenario out there. There are lots of guys who prefer that style, that thinner top line. But I, I've always deferred to CB. I, I'm a decent ball striker, um, but I love the idea that there might actually be something there working for me. So, it, does it sound like CB's right up my alley? And 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 as a follow up to that question, what what are we gaining with CB that we might not get with MB?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously the the MB is is very much a a pure. We're calling it a modern tour blade, right? It's taking. A lot of feedback, uh, a lot of feedback from younger players uh, that we we have, you know, younger amateurs, elite, uh, you know, up and coming future tour players. You know, a lot of those people that we have in our our staff getting their feedback and and really as uh, pertains to shaping. So you'll see not just on NB on CB as well. Uh, the blade lengths are going to be a little bit longer. Uh, top lines are going to be a little bit thinner. Um, offsets are going to be a little bit, uh, I'd say, more cleaned up and the way that those are kind of transitioning there from the hosel to the, to the face, uh, the toe peak is going to be a little bit higher. So all these little details, right? These are the things that we're looking at on the MB. And then as we kind of transition over to the CB, we're kind of taking a lot of the, a lot of the same sort of idea in terms of shaping. Um, it's going to have a little bit more offset, um, I think the top lines are actually like almost the same. So you're probably not going to notice a difference there, but really it's going to be the offset. It's going to be the sole width, right? The sole is going to be a little bit wider. So as you talk about, you know, having something there to help you having a little bit more bounce, right? That's going to be, that's going to be helpful. You're going to have a little bit more perimeter weighting because it is, uh, you know, uh, a, a, not a full undercut, but a muscle cavity. So that's going to have a little bit more forgiveness on off center hits. Uh, specifically when we look at the, the CB iron, one of the designs that we really wanted to do is we wanted to, we wanted to maintain the, the feel that you would expect in a one piece iron, right? Cause one piece irons, it's one piece of metal forged into a shape. Um, but when you do that, depending on how you're shaping it and, 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 uh, the, the processes you're using, Uh, you, you don't always get maybe the best performance from a, that you can get from a multi-piece. And so our goal there was to take, take, try to maintain the feel of a one piece and then have the, uh, the performance of a multi-piece. So you'll see, we actually have a tungsten weight that is in the toe side of that iron to get the CG perfectly centered, uh, and get it, the MOI right where we want it.
0: Okay. And that's where you introduce the new sole design, right? It's not on the MB, but it is on the CB and the pro. The, uh, the, the soul. trailing edge sole design?
1: The sole is actually on all, all three. Yeah. All
0: three? Okay. I just yeah. see it. Maybe it's more it's pronounced. More
1: pronounced on yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, 100%. Even if you look at the MB, that the MB actually, the, the leading edge, it's kind of almost a dual leading edge. There's the the kind of pre-worn piece, but there's also kind of a little chamfer on the face side as well uh, that is uh, just a, a tweak that Maverick and team had had uh, requested but every single iron has that, that same dynamic sole design. And it is a little bit more pronounced on some than it is on others, depending on, on you know, the bounce and the sole widths and all that.
0: Okay. And I noticed in the, the very subtle cavity, the CB has there's the Callaway logo. Is that, is that a badge in there or is that uh, like carved out of the metal?
1: It's a new, it's a new uh, technique. We actually were, we tried for this, particular iron it looks really cool it's actually like a positive um in the in the tool and uh okay looks it definitely looks really sharp Um, it's uh you know visually uh different a little bit than some of the other irons but uh yeah it is it is a cool cool new sort of uh technique that we're using just from a cosmetic standpoint
0: i think you guys are having way too much fun down there honestly it's ridiculous that's great it looks awesome
1: yeah, they, they look amazing. Um, you know, I think, uh, and I think another point is just you know, keeping that look similar throughout the bag because mm. combo sets is going to be a big deal when it comes to the pro series and and people kind of putting together. So I think having the, the same look throughout is, is important. Um, you know, you want to be proud of what you got in the bag and if you got two or three that don't look like the other one, that's, that's not as cool. So, um, okay. yeah, that's definitely a big part of it.
0: So I know that there's a progression in the Apex Pro lineup, but does the Apex CB have any sort of progression into the set design, or is it run pretty much standard all the way through?
1: Yeah. So the progression in the Pro is really about kind of maintaining, you know, maintaining some forgiveness in the long iron, maintaining a little bit of speed, uh, but not really trading that off in the short irons. So the CB. So a lot, a lot of people didn't know the TCB um, actually had a, a face plate on it, whereas the CB the face, the body, and the hosel are all forged together. So kind of going back to the, we want it to feel like a one-piece forging. It, it almost is a one-piece forging because it all of that is together. I, obviously you throw in the uh, the weight on the back and then the tungsten and the toe, it is kind of multi-piece, but having it all forged as one piece with the face being on it, that that is going to help maintain feel tremendously. Uh, and so that's really what we see on the CB. Now on the pro, one of the things we saw with the, the apex pro and in, in 2021 uh, we had the face cup that kind of tri- goes, went from the three iron to the seven iron and then your eight through, through wedge. What we see typically uh, is that you just, the ball speed numbers that you would potentially gain, especially when you start to factor in loft of an eight iron, they just don't really pay off anymore. You're not really experiencing much of a difference. So we kind of cut that off at the seven iron and I mean, it was a great iron, uh, performed really well, but the face cup was a little bit hot, especially in those mid irons. And so given that we are talking to better players, we wanted to make sure that we had uh, a face that was gonna be super consistent. And so what we've done is the three through five irons are gonna have a forged 455 face cup, which is the same material we're using in the the paradigm iron. And then it's gonna have a a design, an AI design pattern on the back that kind of helps us control that spin. Uh, so you can prevent the flyers. And then as you kind of go from the six to the, the, a wedge, you have, uh, just a forged faceplate. So it's, it's really all about feel and control and precision in your mid and short irons. And so you have this perfect combination of, you know, a little bit of forgiveness and, and help in the long irons, but, uh, still having those really easy to hit and, or easy to control short irons.
0: So you, you said a lot there, AI in the faceplate on your three to five. And for those who are unfamiliar, callaway is utilizing uh, advanced ai to to create the best potential output on every on every head they have so i mean that that has to be a huge leg up because on an iron it's certainly different than a driver which you're doing the same thing on but you you're you're able to generate so many different versions of you create the absolute perfect potential for that head right
1: yeah i mean i i think that when we look at kind of Cal as a, as a whole. And you would kind of ask me, you know, my thoughts kind of to start this, this discussion. I mean, the AI piece is huge. Uh, The potential for, for, um, you know, golf club design is kind of, I mean, we don't even know where it is, right. There's so much uh, uh, as we kind of learn more about AI and how to use it. And, and, and so, and we've been doing it for a while, so it's, it's definitely still learning lots. um, But that piece is important because when we look at especially the hollow body designs, right. When we look at the, an apex pro type iron, um, inherently when you have some of these VFTs, you're going to have hot spots on the face. You're going to have, you know, flyers that come out and I won't say anything bad about our competitors, but when we look at, when we look at the, the irons we test against, that is, that is something that we see a lot. And when we look at ours because of that AI piece, uh, they're just really consistent spin wise really consistent ball speed wise so you're not gonna I mean because what's worse than like standing in the middle of a fairway with the perfect seven iron number and just launching it over the green because you hit it perfectly and and you get penalized like that's not that's not fun um so that's really what that AI piece does and we have put it in the long irons because that's where um you know a lot of that's where there's a little bit of extra help meter. And that's even on the, on the better player side, the tour player side, uh, we're, we're expecting to actually get some pro irons in the, on the PGA tour this year uh, in that four iron, five iron uh, part of the bag.
0: That's incredible. I, yeah. I remember a decade ago, there was a set of irons It was the burner 2.0 from Taylor made that were, <laughs> they were great in 90% of the situations. And then you'd hit them 40 yards further with a six yeah. iron in the yeah. other 10 percent, it's like i i love that collectively we've got ahead of that a little bit uh creating performance and distance without uh the absolute confusion uh, i didn't enjoy losing those balls in the in the water well behind the green
1: <laughs> yeah that, that <laughs> but, i dude that was right when i started getting into golf yeah i i remember that was uh yeah that what <sighs> I guess, 2012 or something like that.
0: I think we're spot on. You're just over a decade probably, yeah. It's, uh, it's just interesting because, you know, it's the same kind of concept. The goal is to promote distance and and, and yeah. speed off the face, but in, in a controlled way, which I think is being undersold right now and in, in a lot of situations. Why would I upgrade? Why would I change? Well, in my perspective, companies are tightening these things up so beautifully. And I want to circle on this a little bit by saying the apex pro every time i look at it that little ridge it has in the back makes me think of my days when i hit the uh i think it was the xr pros or maybe something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. it's got a little bit of that vibe to it and i remember hitting those i'm like dude, these things are rocket launchers
1: yeah i could see that i could definitely see uh see some similarities there
0: Mm -hmm. and that i think that had the cup face on it if Mm -hmm. if memory serves
1: i think was the first the first, uh, face cup in an iron. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. so, so there's also urethane microspheres, which has been a big deal for you guys for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, why did it matter for the XR or the apex pro?
1: Yeah. So again, going back to the hollow body design and, and, you know, especially you look at, there's a lot of them out there now. There's a lot of hollow bodies and a lot of people have, you know, foams or, you know, some sort of filler material, uh, And, and a lot of it is sound, especially when you get a hollow body iron, uh, you're, there's a lot of, uh, space for sound and, uh, reverberations to kind of bounce back and forth and sound as we know is, is really directly correlated to feel. So if something doesn't feel good, generally is the sound is something's wrong with the sound. Uh, and so what companies have done is they've tried to try to put in something that makes it sound better and when you stick a foam or a urethane or whatever in there, it does help mute some of those vibrations. Now, one of the things that we've found uh, and why we feel like we have a pretty, uh, pretty good advantage when it comes to the materials is that the urethane microspheres are actually made to sort of bend. And so when you stick them behind the face, you're, you're essentially still getting the most out of the the thinner face. Cause if you stick that material uh, behind A thinner face and it doesn't allow the face to flex well now you're not getting the ball speed benefits that you that you'd want so that's where the urethane comes in it helps sound it helps feel uh but it also allows our faces to to flex and maintain the the speed and the forgiveness that we've engineered into them
0: so i want to ask back to the last uh the last pros around because i put those head to head against uh xforge cb Mm -hmm. and i chose xforge just because the quality of the strike was equal or comparable, if not potentially better. And, and I was just so deeply fond of the results from a response perspective. So sound pretty mm-hmm. much through and through. Yeah. Um, is that what people experience with apex CB in this case, or have we refined the pro to the point where it actually closes the gap a little bit between the the two or three heads that we're talking about here?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely know exactly what you're saying. The, the 21, um, you know, great iron still, you know, has it has a little bit of that, and I want to call it a clicky sound because that makes it sound worse than it is. But, yeah, yeah no. definitely had, a, you know, a noticeable difference, maybe a, higher, a little bit of a higher pitch. Um, whereas, you know, we look at the, the new pro, uh, and I definitely feel like that gap is closed. I think the um, part of it is well. So we're actually using f- two forged materials now. Before we would have a forged body and then a 174 cast face. Now we're using the 455 in the long irons, and then we're using a 1025 face uh, and all that. You don't need to know the numbers, but it's essentially a softer material we're using on the face, and now we have a softer material material in the body, and we have the urethane in the middle, uh, and so you're, you're really just using better materials that, that don't quite, uh, uh, reverberate as much. And so that, that has a lot to do with it, but yeah, I definitely feel like, I mean, you're still going to notice that the, you know, the hollow body has, has a, a different sound. It's not going to be quite as, uh, maybe pure as you would say in a CB or an MB. Um, but you are getting a lot of, a lot more benefits out of that hollow body design and it still sounds really good. So, uh, it's uh, it's kind of the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, I think that was a problem. JB got incredibly sick of me saying how pure those damn Xforge CBs were. I couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you have you have note, notes here, Callaway's note not clearly not afraid of the combo set. You guys had a lot of fun when uh, the last uh, versions of came out when you incorporated DCB into it, it was all these different named sets and. Know, clearly you understand that there's a benefit to doing it. Um, and I'm wondering with Apex Pro Series, is there a goal in mind to have people try to blend as much as possible? Or is the intent like, hey, stay in your lane where you can?
1: No, I mean, I think the from day one, when we, you know, kind of get what well, we sit down with the R&D team, and, and we're talking through kind of the different needs, one of the highest priorities was to make sure that, they look similar but that they're easy to blend um and that that goes from you know the way they look at a dress the loft progressions um the way that the 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 soles are designed to to kind of complement each other all of that was intentional because we we knew there was going to be a lot of interesting combo comboing them uh we see it a lot on the pga tour uh lpga tour all all the different major tours uh and there's definitely i mean I, i i don't think that there's any one way to do it right i think um obviously we're going to kind of give you the here's the recommended set for you know the we call it the player set which is our our cb and pro combo um but there's going to be different ways to do it i split it probably different than maybe you split it and it all comes down to your individual needs where you feel like you want to to break that up whether it's hey i want to really prioritize control in these clubs and I want a little bit more help in these clubs. That's really what the combo setting piece is about. And, and to give you, um, you know, to give you something you can be happy and proud of too. I think that's a, that's an important part of it. That is maybe kind of the, the psychology of it is like, well, yeah, should you have a blade in the, in the nine? Maybe you don't need it, but Hey, you know what you, you might want it. And so that's kind of part of that as well. Right. I think it's an important aspect to, to address.
0: Okay. And then so from from what you're seeing so far, is there any sort of real trend going on? Are people leaning one direction or another?
1: Are you talking about like on tour or just... any?
0: Uh, honestly, anywhere. I, I'm, I'm really curious about that. Tour is definitely an interesting thing. It sounds like some guys are trying to get those pro irons at the top of the bag, which I think makes perfect sense. But um, yeah, I mean, either tour or just basic fittings. I'm really curious about it.
1: Yeah, so I, I think we expect uh, on tour we're definitely expecting the CB to be the the uh, we call it the ultimate tour iron for a reason it is going to be our workhorse out there, um, but we we will see some players put the the long irons in the bag three four five, um, and we'll also see a lot of the the CB combo too right I think that's that's a popular one where you have Uh, you know, and that's not just our tour staff. You see that across the board. I mean, a lot of players kind of getting rid of, they might play an MB, but they don't play it in the four iron. A lot of, a lot of the traditional sort of MB four irons are, are gone. So you're definitely seeing it there Uh, from a consumer standpoint. I mean, there's going to be, I think you'll see a lot of pro CB combos um, for, you know, I think because the pro has just elevated so much, it's going to be an easy one to throw in the bag, especially, four or five or six area and then you'll probably see you know seven through through pitching wedge uh in 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 the short irons I mean, i think you know that that's the one i expect we'll we'll see a lot of uh and then um you know we'll 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 see in the future too where you know how the other products kind of fit into that as well okay and there's also a ut in this lineup right yeah you don't want to forget about the ut or the uw those are part of the the apex pro series we got the new utility iron that'll be a two three or four has a lot of the same it's actually very similar construction to the apex pro long irons uh but in a in a different shape uh, that's a little bit more oversized it's a little bit shallower uh, in the face in previous iterations just to to kind of help get the ball up in the air it's something that our tour staff actually even said i mean it's still a penetrating flight but they're like hey can we make this thing launch a little easier and so uh That's, that's what you're seeing with that. And then the U dub, I mean, I don't know. Have you hit the U dub? Do you have any experience with that? So here's the deal, Zach. I'm, I'm currently experiencing
0: what I call like fairway free in 2023. And that happens to include hybrids. However, I am a, uh, a shill for the super hybrid. So I, I did see that get dropped as well. And I'm deeply, deeply curious but uh yeah I'm right now I'm just I'm I'm UTs all the way through buddy. I'm, I'm waiting for that Apex UT in 16 degrees so I can really fill out the bag, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could uh you could definitely bend it um on the 18 to get it there.
0: So um, is this is this style of this UT to blend with the Pro a little bit more or is this really like a true utility iron?
1: I mean, it, it should blend with any of the clubs. I think that okay. that is it is kind of a the point. I mean, it's going to be played on tour, so it needs to be able to blend with MB or, or CB as well. Um, but but definitely, we wanted it to to be a your true utility iron. I think it's going to be more. Um, you know, we will see a lot of them, especially as you kind of go into the Open and you playing playing in those types of conditions where um, you're you're kind of moving moving to where it's a little bit firmer winds out there a lot. I mean, we'll definitely see that, but I mean, I think the U dub, you know, that's the, that's the club that we see a lot of potential with. I know that you're not necessarily maybe a fairway guy, but uh, you know, that club is just so unique in the sense of, you know, we see this trend. I think it was uh, probably 2016, 2017 where like all these driving irons utility irons were like exploded. You got speed hitting his off the hitting his driver off the planet at the open. And he got that really cool shot of him hitting it off the driving range. And, um, and I was at Strixon at the time. And I mean, uh, that UT iron, we sold a, a lot of, uh, and there was just, just a lot of buzz around that category. And then as we've gotten to, I guess the last couple years, a lot of the tour pra- players have switched, uh, switched to these high lofted fairway woods because they're just easier to hit. They launch higher. Uh, they spin uh, the You know, they spin enough to where they can stop it on a green and the descent angle is where they want it. And it's just easier to hit even for those guys. So that's really what the U-Dub is. It's taking kind of the best features of high lofted fairy woods. And then, you know, some of the shaping has, you know, does resemble some hybrids and then combining that into this really cool product concept.
0: So I, I like to be clear, U-Dub, it, it has been unbelievably well received in the last iteration. Um, THPers through and through play it. I see it almost every time I get together with them. Uh, uh, My good buddy James, who again was on chatting about the the irons a couple weeks ago, he is deeply, deeply fond of the UW, and I I watch him just bomb it. I've always leaned more towards that super hybrid style just because Mm -hmm. that's what I'm looking for in that shape. I want super flat, low launching, just pure pain down the fairway. Um, but I, I see an enormous level of benefit to the UW style. Is that, does that seem to be the hybrid that will take off and, and, and likely sell the most units? Is that what the perspective is over there?
1: I mean, it's certainly going to be more of a niche, right? It's not going to sell more than our, our paradigm product. Okay. Uh, It, you know, that's more of your kind of typical hybrid. The UW really is, I mean, we kind of position it as better players, but I mean, we certainly see you know, a, a wide variety of handicaps where that works. I mean, it's a little bit shorter shaft length, which just makes it inherently easier to hit, which is something that's, that's a little bit different. Um, there's uh, it doesn't want to go left because of the the CG positions that we have in it. And that's really why the tour pros, one of the reasons why they love it is that it's very neutral flight. Uh, and so that, that is a, is a big deal. I mean, the super hybrid is, is, is another fantastic offering. And both clubs, by the way, when we look at kind of the, the landscape, you're talking about, you know, your buddies that, that won't pull them out of the bag. I mean, both of them have a cult following. Uh, and they are a little bit nichey, right? Like, you kind of got this better player offering. You got this titanium hybrid that's, you know, 3 ninety nine. Like, they, they're, they're kind of made for certain player types, uh, certain consumer types. But they, they both have a cult following, which is really cool to see. I,
0: I was trying to be polite about it, all right, but you you caught me red handed. Uh, when the first super hybrid came out, I was all in. Like, really and truly, it was in the bag. I almost felt bad for my driver because it barely got any use. It, it was so, it, it went so far and so straight that I had an unbelievable level of confidence in it. And when the UW was in, in a similar timeline, it was like, there's no reason for me to ever walk away from super hybrid. So I'm watching all these these golfers, all these THPers talking about UW. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Team super hybrid right here. So, yeah, you, you absolutely caught me. Um, I'm looking forward to hitting UW. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think if they go head to head again, it'll be the third super hybrid in my bag. And I'm
1: not apologizing for it. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't. should I mean, they're both, you got to play what works for you, right? Ultimately we can sit here and say, well, this is the product you should be in based on, you know, your sort of golfer graphics. But until you actually get on the monitor, you hit it, you try it yourself. Like that's, that's, you, you know, you'll, you'll see what works best for you.
0: Okay. So we have to know, uh, now that we've walked through the lineup, what
1: is in your bag, Zach? So I guess we could start with, with the iron since we just talked through those. So I, I spent a long time debating, um, you know, what I was going to do with the new pro series. Uh, and so I, I think that we mentioned I played TCB for a long time. Uh, I also have a set of just standard Apex. Uh, and it's fun. It's I'll tell you, it's fun. You know, you go from playing kind of this tour iron that uh, doesn't really have a lot of pop or power, and then you go to the Apex, which is, you know, definitely – I mean, it's not, you know, your your game improvement iron, but it is still a, a player's distance iron. It's stronger lofts; they got more juice. And I was, I was like, wow. I kind of don't know why. Why would I play something that's harder to hit? Um, I, I will, so, I will
0: add in there just to just to prop Callaway up a bit without any real concession to sound quality. Apex is truly beyond measure on that end. So it's, but please, it continue. is a good
1: iron. It is no, yeah. it's a great iron. Um, so yeah I, I spent a long time trying to figure out whether i wanted to go cb full or I, obviously i was not going to have it in the four iron but i was trying to decide if i wanted to go four five six in the pro or just four five but that's ultimately what i did i went four five in the pro and then combo uh with the cb seven through or sorry six through uh pitching wedge
0: i love it is there a gap wedge option for any of these heads yeah so wedge? the uh,
1: Yeah, they, yeah, we didn't even cover that, but the, the, there's a little bit of a different, um, the way that we're kind of marking these clubs. So the pro will be your, your standard three through a wedge, right? A pitching wedge and then an A wedge, uh, the, the, the CB and the MB are a little bit different. So looking at, you know, kind of the, the tour pros and how they talk about their irons and, and they were the ones that kind of proposed this, the tour staff did, um, you know, they don't really see those clubs as wedges. A pitching wedge isn't a – I mean, it used to be like 50 degrees was your pitching wedge, and, and maybe you did some chipping with it and whatnot, but they're really just a, another iron to them. Uh, so we, with that feedback and, and some of the players actually even coming and asking us to put 10 on their pitching wedge as opposed to P, uh, that was kind of a, a decision that was made as, a hey, like this could be kind of cool, it's a little bit different. Um, and we already have guys asking about it. So the muscle back and the cavity back both have, they are three through 11.
0: <laughs> this definitely wasn't a setup question. I swear.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's okay. <laughs> it, is, it is definitely unique. Um, I it's love kind it. of, you know, you've seen other brands. Hogan did that for a while. It's, uh, I actually remember not, my yeah, dad,
0: was- my dad back in the day had a set of Daiwa irons, uh, and, and. <laughs> They were number two, I think ten or eleven, probably ten, and uh, yeah, his friends reminded him regularly that his uh, number ten fishing rod was ready to hit. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll definitely. I think uh, you know some people I'm sure will have opinions on it, uh, but I think I think it's kind of cool. It's definitely different.
0: You know, that's the fun part about it is you have something to talk about. I mean, you see something different in the bag. It's very curious. I, I discuss this all the time. It doesn't really matter what the club looks like when it's in the bag, it's not going to hit any different, but it's really fun to have something that's worth talking about, whether that's a design feature, whether that's a unique uh, numbering convention. I mean, we've, we've even seen uh, companies go and just write the the loft on irons and it's yeah. certainly a discussion. Yeah. So I love it. I, I think it's unique and, and fun and different. And especially if the guys on tour are telling you to do it, I mean, you kind of have to at that point.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it. it we, we say it's a player sort of driven program, right? Like the, yeah. the tour staff kind of, Made by the tour staff for the tour staff. I mean, so yeah. I mean, certainly their input matters a lot here.
0: Okay, so your your four and five are the pros. What mm-hmm. do you have above that? UW. So
1: I do have a UW. I have a 19 degree there. Um, I did order a UT iron, uh, a 20 degree. Um, I don't have that one yet, but we'll be putting that in the bag here shortly. Uh, we'll kind of see, go head to head, and then uh, yeah, just a. Uh, I got a 15 degree three wood and then just your triple diamond paradigm, uh, as a, for the driver, which is a absolute monster. I think, uh, it's funny. I, I didn't play the triple diamond before, but at the granddaddy, that was one of the few samples that they had was a triple diamond, like 10 and a half. And, you know, I wanted to, wanted to, to play, play the new stuff. So I'm like, I'll just put it in the bag and see what happens. Um, and it has not left. I haven't even like tried to go and get fit for a new model. Cause I just did it so well that week that uh, it's, it's been been in the bag ever since
0: speaking of unbelievably good sounding golf clubs. That is by far one of the best sounding drivers I've ever had. I I'm, I'm in uh, the same club head. So yeah. yeah, that one, that one's hard to walk away from right there. I'm glad you're enjoying it
1: yeah that you know when we were first kind of looking at the construction with all the carbon and and all that stuff i i was like man i hope this thing doesn't you know doesn't sound bad and then uh then obviously it is where it is you're like wow i this is like the best like you said the best sounding driver ever um yeah very really good
0: uh so uh, he'll probably kill me if i don't ask
1: you what what balls in the bag uh, so I, I recently actually switched to the XLS. Um, I was really? playing, was playing the firmer ball. Um, I mean, my driver's swing speeds like 115 or 116 it's depending on the day. Um, but, uh, yeah, I switched to the lower spinning ball just because, you know, I started kind of looking and doing some more research and just looking at, you know, the lower spinning and part of it was the experiment with the apex irons cause they are lower spin, I'll just go straighter when you have less side spin, it goes straighter. Um, and so even if I'm giving up maybe a little bit of distance, um, you know, or because of the ball speed will be a little bit lower. I mean, it's relative, right? I mean, it's not much. Um, I'd rather just fly, fly straighter with a little bit less spin. Uh, and so that's, that's where I'm at right now.
0: Okay. Uh, I want to ask you a couple of easier questions. What is it about the chargers that uh, have you so invested?
1: Oh, that's a that, I thought that would be an easier question. I don't know. It's uh it's something that like my my mom grew up a Charger fan and I honestly didn't really uh wasn't a huge football I was a very casual football fan until probably like right after college and that was right when I started playing fantasy football and that was the team I'm like yeah I'd kind of been a Charger fan my whole life and that was like you know kind of the the year that they moved up north to Orange County I didn't have the attachment that everyone in San Diego has. So everyone here, Finley, I mean, he's, he, he gives me a lot of a hard time about it, but I mean, you know, my wife and I are both just like diehard fans. We love the, I mean, they, they're, they're a fun team to watch as much as they do break your heart. Um, And uh, it's cool to be passionate about it and someday hopefully they'll break through and it'll be, it'll be all good.
0: So what's it like not being able to yell at your quarterback without scaring your dog?
1: <laughs> yeah uh i mean luckily he 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 plays pretty good for the most part so we don't have to <laughs> yell too much um yeah no, the the dog that's uh it's an interesting one uh i think uh when when you know justin obviously he's on the callaway staff now too so when he came down to the ecp scene was getting fit you know everyone's like oh like the dog and i'm like oh my gosh this is <laughs> that's embarrassing like you know you don't really think that you're going to meet meet you know the the starting quarterback for your favorite football team so it doesn't really matter if you name your dog after him or not and oh gosh that was that was pretty it was pretty funny but it was like oof.
0: So we actually uh, we actually just added another pup to the house, and we've been battling names really badly. Um, and, and my wife has become just a, a massive Bengals fan over the last couple of years, and we just can't land on anything. And unfortunately, there's not really a name in the, in the organization that's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense for a girl dog
1: yeah yeah so, no, so we're not gonna have
0: that same issue but uh <laughs> yeah uh, i don't think uh burroughs coming on the the canada and golf staff anytime soon so
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he uh yeah i don't know it, it definitely it's definitely i mean it's it's fun like we we it's it's a good talking piece for sure but yeah definitely a little awkward there
0: so is that the sports team for you or is there, are there others you're still big into?
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I, I mean, I, I'm a Braves fan. That's the team that my mom uh, also grew up watching there on TBS when I was a kid. So that was, that was kind of the, the heyday. Um, but it's weird. Like ever since like played baseball through college and I don't know if it was just, you know, didn't, didn't really watch it as much cause I was playing it all the time I don't know what happened, but football is like, that is life in our house. Uh, we're, we're gearing up for all of our fantasy drafts. Um, you know, we're, we're big in, into the the fantasy football uh, at the Oakley household and uh, wife, wife's in it too, which is great. She, she keeps it. Uh, she, otherwise it would be rough because be, there's so much football talk. I think that if she didn't like it, it would probably not work out. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I looked at the calendar to try and find which day I would hate you on, and it turns out our team doesn't play each other this year, nor did they play each other last year. So, I guess we're just gonna have TCB versus x uh, XForge CB hate.
1: Yeah, I mean they did <laughs> they did play a few years back, and I'm I'm if I'm not mistaken, the Chargers did get the best of the Bengals there, and that was in Cincy too.
0: Yeah, the short short memories, you know, they're, okay. good. they're yeah, good, good. for so. you.
1: I, you know, I, I would very much look forward to uh, a meeting in late January between those two. I'd be, I'd be very interested in watching that matchup.
0: I love it. Well, Hey Zach, it's been great having you on. I I appreciate the, the deeper look on apex and the reminder that I should pretend that UW is a a, a relevant option for my bag. Do you have any final thoughts for everyone before you head off?
1: No, I mean, I think it's just important for everyone to go, go get fit, go try them out. I mean, it, you know obviously everyone that's listening to this is pretty into the you know they're into the nuts and bolts but i mean i think the combo setting thing is is great i think you want to go look at them go set them down go try to figure out where where it is that uh you know you want to split your set and uh yeah excited for everyone to hit them and uh, go bolts
0: do you have any uh granddaddy heckling
1: uh not yet not yet we've uh i was talking to jason uh the other day we we're kind of i mean the 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 discussions around the granddaddy are, are, starting to kind of heat up, you know, you kind of go quite, quite some time. Um, but we are, we are starting to look at that and look at the roster. There's going to be some cool stuff, I think coming, coming this year. Um, and, uh, I mean, obviously we're, we'll, we'll let the play on the course, do all the talking.
0: Yeah. No, no, he won't. I mean, you won't.
1: Well, I, I, yeah. Say, say <laughs> Finley, Finley we'll let, will let it happen. I, you know, I, I, I got in there a little bit last year in the forums. Okay. Uh, People have it, but yeah, it's uh, a, l- a fun event. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for your time. And uh, everyone out there, if you haven't seen them yet, which I can't imagine you haven't, James has some awesome information on the THB homepage. Uh, there's also obviously CallawayGolf.com to take a look at all the new Apex Pro Irons. They look absolutely fantastic. Can't wait to go hit them for myself. And if you are playing golf this weekend, have a great time, make a count, and I'll see you guys next week. THP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode.